Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ever Upward Show, which is the NYXL New York Excelsior Overwatch League fan show. I'm your host, Blevins, and we've got a hype, if nothing else, show for you today. I mean, let's just let's just let it out. Congrats to New York Excelsior for being the Stage 2 champions, beating out Philly in the finals, which, I, I mean, I'm going to talk about the whole the whole week for, of playing for NYXL and that whole story uh, later on in the show, so I won't get out too much into it, but I am pumped. I've been pumped for a day now, uh, just watching, uh, watching the watching the games uh, live is just man. I mean, I wasn't there, but I was watching them live, not watching a vod. Uh, absolutely amazing. But <clears throat> for those of you who are new to the show, first off, thanks for stopping by. Uh, this is the number one place to get your weekly fix for NYXL content. Um, Outside of the actual NYXL uh, distribution, I go around and collect all the stuff, tell you what what uh, comes from NYXL. Also, I'll tell you what uh, is coming from the community, give you the results, and analyze those as well. And, of course, Ever Upward Show is a High Noon production. You can check out everything that we do at High Noon Productions over at highnoonpodcast.com. But enough, enough of me blathering on about nothing. Let's talk about... What we got from NYXL this week, uh, we're keeping up, and I think this might actually round out the uh, Origins videos. We got the head coach for the NYXL, Pavane. We got his Origin video. Uh, it was another good one. I mean, those Origin videos, I've said it a thousand times now, but they have an amazing video quality uh, and, and production. And they also they give a lot of insight into the kind of the real lives of the players and coaching staff. So definitely take a look at that. Uh, we also got the uh, NYXL Unleashed for Stage 2 Week 4, which is basically the behind-the-scenes for the stage. Uh, the first half, uh, the match against Seoul followed Mecco. Uh, and... A Mecco speaks pretty pretty great English, uh, or at least at least serviceable English. Uh, so con- so good on him. Uh, but also he he talked about um, he talked about his practice schedule before game day or before game is eight hours of deathmatch. Eight hours of deathmatch. So, uh, if you think that you're practicing enough to be in the Overwatch League, uh, think about that as a metric just for his warm up before the match. Um, so, when we're seeing him hit all, uh, do all these crazy things, this is after eight hours of deathmatch practice uh, every single time. So, that was a, it was it was a great video. Um, there's some there's some good quotes in there from Pavane as well. Uh, they kind of followed him through the second uh, match, which was the Shanghai Dragons. So uh, definitely check that one out. Uh, we also got an interview with Jonak. It was a one-on-one interview, or I mean, I guess technically the translator was there. So, but a one-on-one interview. That one was courtesy of Action Esports. Um, and guys, again, I have links to all of these videos and everything that I talk about down in the description. So don't worry about going and searching these things. It's all going to be down below. Uh, and last, uh, uh, last new thing here, uh, and then I'll talk about uh, another event that I mentioned last week. Last thing we had Pine actually come out and talk about why he kind of give a little bit of a, a background as to why he missed the stage. Uh, I was. Uh, 
harsh on him <laughs> the last couple of weeks uh, on the shows for, for not being in the stage and not playing. Uh, he gives a little bit of a background and insight to it, and I, I, I feel bad for, for calling him out uh, as much as I did, so I apologize for that. Um, but, I mean, he, he goes into better de- into greater detail about uh, some of the issues he's going through and all that, and, and the, the silver lining here and the, the light at the end of the tunnel here is that he's preparing now he took some time off he's preparing now to be ready to play in stage three which is awesome i want i i mean i want him back in the lineup as soon as he's ready uh and i think everyone does uh even if you're not necessarily the biggest nyxl fan he's just a he's a treat to watch as an overwatch player uh so we everyone i think is rooting for pine to come back and uh, uh be at 100 percent. so uh Good, good on him. And the last thing um, is I just wanted to remind everyone that uh, April 2nd, so uh, this na- a week from today, which is Monday, so uh, one week from the airing or the recording of this episode is that NYXL meetup in New York City. Um, again, I have the link down below, but I, I, I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it um, just because of uh, I crunched the numbers. It's going to end up being like two or three hundred bucks uh, just to go um, for a day, essentially. Um, and uh, as much as I would absolutely love to, not going to be able to swing that. Um, you know, but you know, maybe maybe the next time that they come up, I'll be able to have uh, I'll be able to plan more of a trip around it. But uh, I'm going to PAX East later that week, so I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I just can't justify uh, spending the extra money, unfortunately. But if you guys are in the New York City area, or even if you're not and you want to go, uh, it is April second. Uh, 5:40 EST is uh, the signings. 7:10 is the start of the Phillies versus Mets game. So coincidentally enough, a rematch, a baseball rematch of the stage two finals here, Philadelphia versus New York. Uh, the tickets for that are $19, which is for a, for a professional baseball game, that's real cheap. So even if you just want to go to the game, definitely worth it. Uh, again, links down below. Make sure uh, you check that out. If you have any questions about it, feel free to ask me those. Moving on, we've got some uh, community stuff here. So I talked last week about the ESPN.com, the ESPN.com March Madness esports voting event, uh, which both Ark and Pine were in. Unfortunately, both of them got eked out over, uh, uh, got eked out by other esports professionals. Honestly, it was it was extremely close. Um, there was one, one Ark lost to, I believe, one of the best melee players in the world, uh, and I, I didn't see who Pine lost to, but I did see the numbers. They were it was like forty six fifty four and like forty uh, fifty three forty seven, like very very close. So, uh, you know, shout outs to them for for getting this many votes and really only having been you know, real, uh, main stage esports professionals for, you know, not that long. I mean, even, even on LW blue and apex, I mean, that was, I mean, that was arguably, uh, a main stage event, but, uh, 
you know, really not in the spotlight until Overwatch League, which has only been going on for a couple of months. So huge shout-outs for them for doing as well as they did. I know they were both actually winning for quite some time, um, but unfortunately they are out. They're both officially out. But one thing left to note about that is that there are still um, Overwatch League players that are in, and some of which are winning. I believe Surefour is in there, uh, Fissure, Baby Bay. They're all still in there. So uh, even though our NYXL players can't win, uh, we can help the Overwatch League get there, so definitely go and vote on them. Um, last couple of things here from the community uh, is we got uh, Five Deadly Venoms crew, which if you're unfamiliar, uh, get out from under a rock. Uh, but Five Deadly Venoms is the uh, group that organizes all the viewing parties in New York City. Uh, at the Waypoint Cafe. I've got links down uh, below to them as well. Um, they caught the, uh, basically the instant, the uh, uh, the build up to NYXL winning the championship. They got it on video. It's just one of those crazy things when you see people, you know, cheering for something so crazily. Uh, and it's such a build up too with the disappointment in stage one and all that. It was just a really a great moment. Uh, to capture i've got the link to the tweet there and then also overwatchleague.com did a uh did a story on the five deadly venoms crew again i've got the link to that as well definitely interesting and it, it's really great um the uh person who runs it great root bear um he's a around the payload alumni uh which is one of one of high noon podcast other shows we've had him on he's great uh he does his own stream as well um he's just just a great, all-around great guy, um, a Canadian transplant in New York City, which is always awesome because I'm from Buffalo, and Buffalo is kind of like, uh, you know, basically Canada. <laughs> um, so I always feel a connection with Canadians. But uh, uh, overall, Five Deadly Venom's crew, great root bear, really great people. Um, if you're in the New York City area, you're definitely going to want to check out. Uh, you know, you're definitely going to want to go to one of the viewing parties. Um, I can't I, I can't give out any details right now, but there are some events. I can say that there are some events, uh, some even more special events on the horizon with them. Uh, and that's as much as I can say about that. Um, and the last thing here is the uh, kind of the spread and uh, growth, uh, pun intended, of the Jonak Jacked or Joe Jacked or whatever Jonah Jacked. Uh, uh, meme where <laughs> I think the original picture was that picture of Mickey flexing, uh, and then next to it is Jonak's face. Uh, Jonak's head photoshopped on like a like weightlifter dude, like super jacked. Um, love the meme; it's it's hilarious. It's also apt just because he's so good um, as uh, Zenyatta. And then also after the finals, uh, which I will talk about in just a little bit, um, we now have the Libero jacked meme. And then I created a li Libero like Yu-Gi-Oh meme. Um, it's kind of dumb, but I mean, Libero king of games, Yu-Gi-Oh king of games. I think it works. Um, it's also, I mean, it's just true. Whether the meme is funny or not, it's just true uh, because Libero really did pop off. But that's all I've got from the community this time. Guys, if you do have uh, community submissions or questions or anything like that, get them over to me, 
uh, head over to the High Noon Podcast Discord, discord.me slash Podcast, and go over to the Ever Upward Show text channel. Throw them in there. Uh, I draw from that first. I draw from the official, or I draw from the official NYXL subreddit. I draw from uh, uh, the NYXL Twitter and what they retweet as well. I don't go over everything because there's literally dozens of, of pieces of art and, and content done um and i absolutely miss stuff so let me know what you'd like to see and uh ship anything that you definitely want to see spotlighted over to me i will be sure to talk about it uh moving on talk a little bit about xl2 uh, I talked last week about how uh, their matchup is against Grizzly Gaming. They haven't actually played that yet. They're playing uh, tomorrow against Grizzly Gaming. So I will, uh, the next episode, be talking about how XL2 is doing. But the big piece of news for XL2 is that they signed Flower officially. Uh, this is one that uh, people were wondering from the beginning. It was basically a foregone conclusion that Flower was going to be on XL2. And then XL2 announced their roster and Flower wasn't on it um so it was kind of like um so is he just not and there was rumors of him of flower being a xl nyxl employee or under contract with them but not in contenders and all this other stuff i don't know the exact story uh, and i mean that honestly um i've specifically not uh uh delved too deep uh with my contacts in on that because i don't necessarily want to you know I, I, they're keeping things secret for a reason and I'm, I'm trusting in the team here um so i mean maybe that, that's a that's a job for another uh another reporter for sure it's not me that's going to be doing that but maybe, maybe i can get some comments on it um at some point i would definitely like to talk about more about nyxl or xl2 academy roster um but I mean, Flower is going to be a big piece to that. I mean, they're one and one right now. I uh, lost a big one to the Gladiator Legion, which is a re- really a great team. Um, and I mean, Flower is, you know, ever since the World Cup, everyone has been speaking the praises of Flower about being, you know, basically the best player in the world or one of the best players in the world. Uh, I have high hopes for him, but I am honestly, uh, I don't think he's going to be. Uh, I don't necessarily know where he fits in in the NYXL roster, um, if that is his goal here. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what Flower ends up doing, uh, both in contenders and in the Overwatch League. Because he's certainly now that he's in, now that he's on a contenders team, doesn't matter if it's XL2 or Gladiator Legion or anything. He is now technically an open. Uh, uh, a free agent player for Overwatch League. Once he becomes old enough, of course, he's not old enough to play in the Overwatch League yet. But once that, once you know, he turns 18, which won't be till next season, um, or he won't be eligible until next season, uh, he's uh, certainly going to be one of the top prospects uh, to get picked up either by a current team or perhaps an expansion team in season two. So it'll be interesting to see uh, a if he stays in NY. Uh, if he stays in New York uh, in Overwatch League, and if so, where does he fit in the roster? Um, I'm going to leave that conversation to uh, a later episode when we uh, actually have more details on it. But for now, you can definitely check him out uh, whenever the XL2 Academy is playing. I think I'm assuming that he's playing uh, this week against the Grizzlies, and I'm not sure. 
uh, definitely give you updates on that. So let's move on and let's just talk about the week here. Uh, normally, so I'll just say this now. Normally, I would be talking about the preview for um, for next week, but we don't have that. Um, they're, they're, the Overwatch League is off. I guess I can talk about um, who we're playing. We are playing against Florida Mayhem and London Spitfire uh, at the beginning of Stage 1. I'm not going to talk about it now. Uh, I'm probably not going to record next week either uh, just because it's the week off. Uh, I might record. Actually, I'll probably record. Yeah, yeah. Next week is going to be off, and then the week that Overwatch League comes back, we'll record another episode, and then I'll talk about the uh, preview on that episode. Um, it's possible that the, the episodes might get jumbled up. It's really going to depend on how much content comes out from NY. Um, but we will see and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll wait for that though. Uh, but last week's results we played against, uh, first match was against the Dallas fuel and that was a three, two victory from us. And I've got to admit here, I was sweating it. Uh, Dallas kind of came out of nowhere. They had Seagull on Diva. They had Mickey on Main Tank. They ran Rascal. Uh, Rascal Effect. Chips. Uh, Chips and Custa. They, they ran a lineup that they'd never run before. Excuse me. And their players seemed to kind of gel a little bit better together than they normally had. So... Uh, it was definitely an. Uh, I, I've got to say, credit where credit's due, it was definitely an impressive uh, performance by Dallas. Uh, we were able to eke it out in the end, though. Um, but Dallas looked really, really good, uh, more so than than NY looking bad. So definitely keep an eye on Dallas. Uh, but we were able to eke that one out, which is nice. Uh, getting a loss there to Dallas would have been devastating for a number of reasons. I mean, just from a morale standpoint. Uh, you know, losing to Dallas is not a great spot to be in right now, considering how poorly they've, they've been doing uh, of late. Um, and then also, <coughs> it would have put us down. I mean, winning there secured us in into the playoffs. Uh, losing there led us down a path where we were potentially not able to make the Stage 2 playoffs and certainly put us in a worse spot for... Uh, the number one seed. So uh, was nice to be able to pull that win out there, even if it was by the skin of our teeth. Um, and again, I mean, I talked about this last week. Don't underestimate a team just because they've been playing poorly. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that many teams have underestimated the Florida Mayhem. They've underestimated... Uh, I mean, they're underestimating Shanghai Dragons. They underestimated... Uh, LA Gladiators and I mean with the exception of the Dragons most of these teams have come out and, and gotten wins off of teams that they were definitely not favored against um, NYXL doesn't seem like like it seems like the coaching staff with Pavane especially after seeing this Origins video Pavane uh, has the mentality of we're going to take each map as seriously as we can we're going to do as much as we can uh, to prepare for the matches and, and treat each match like it matters just as much as the next, which was good. Um, and then, you know, hats off to Dallas here uh, for putting up a really great performance. Uh, was not good enough to take us down, though, which was uh, obviously preferable for me. Um, moving on, we had the Valiant and uh, the last match for us in the regular season or the regular stage, I suppose, is what it would be called. Um, it, was a, it was a pretty quick and easy 4-0 uh, 
Uh, really not much to talk about here on the NYXL side. Everything was pretty standard. It's just Valiant is in shambles right now. NYXL, best team in the league. Uh, really kind of what was to be expected. Uh, I think there's more to talk about uh, in terms of Valiant, but uh, this is not the show for the LA Valiant, so I'm not going to go too far into that. But that did uh, secure our number one seed in the playoffs and um, leads us into the uh, first seed for the stage playoffs, which obviously automatically puts us into the finals. Uh, where we had to face Philly. Uh, one thing I'll note here is that uh, very few people were expecting the match to be against Philly. Uh, New York Excelsior included in that conversation. Uh, Ark had mentioned after the match that they had prepared a lot for London. Um, I think that was really kind of the favorite for the rematch. That was kind of what a lot of people wanted to see. Uh, I personally was very happy to see Philly. Um, I always want to see uh, you know a championship brought back to the East Coast. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice that we kind of had the guaranteed East Coast victory, um, uh, even if uh, Philly would have won. And let me tell you, I, if, if you thought I was sweating during the uh, Dallas match, let me tell you, I was sweating during this one. Uh, Philly looked so, so, so good against London. Um, and Snillo, my God, Snillo just was unreal against London and then came out and was unreal against New York. Um, and not to mention that uh, Philly was a team that has already beaten New York. They're one of the only two teams in the regular season to have beaten New York. So uh, if anyone has the opportunity to do it in the finals, it was Philadelphia here. Um, but of course, we did end up getting the reverse sweep. Um I mean, Ark talked about it after the match as well. Uh, Philadelphia looked, you know, completely different than they did the first in, in stage one when they played them. They now have access to Snillo. They have access to EQO, that, who wasn't there. They have access to New Fraggy, who's not just going in and diving and dying instantly. He's actually playing more conservatively and more passively uh, at times when it calls for it. Not always, though. So he's still the same old Fraggy. Don't worry. He's still going to be smashing heads with hammers and jumping on people with Winston. But now he's actually being able to get in and get out and actually create more space and do more work as those heroes. So uh, Ark had men uh, mentioned that specifically, uh, Snillo and uh, Fraggy were kind of the reasons that uh, Philadelphia gave them uh, reason for pause. Uh, it's also, I mean, you plan for hours and hours and hours for London. You've got game strats specifically for London, the maps that you're going to be playing against against London, and then you play against a team that plays nothing like London um, and you have to basically go on instincts here and skill uh, and they I mean they talked to you know, Mr. X and Uber talked about it during the cast you know Philadelphia are scrappers they're going to be able to take many people one-on-one -on -one in skill uh, you're going to be able to create space with with your EQOs your Snillos your uh, your Carpes uh, they're going to be able to do make those plays uh, and really kind of create that difference here um, be a difference maker for uh, Philadelphia. but uh, And it looked like that was the case for the first two maps. And then, of course, we pulled off the reverse sweep. Um, really, I mean, 
everyone contributed obviously there was uh you know the 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 i call them the tank twins even though they don't look anything like each other they just both play that main tank role janice and, and mono both played well mecco played well jonak was of course uh amazing on zenyatta and then spb uh was amazing on tracer but honestly i mean they, they crowned him the the mvp of the match and i couldn't agree more libero just popped off in those matches that NYXL won, uh, you know, on Widow, on Genji, on Farah, on, um, I believe he played some Hanzo as well. Like, Libero, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you a story here. Um, I'll tell you a story here from the World Cup. So I'm, I'm at the World Cup, and I'm, I'm sitting with Bear Hands, who's the uh, director of player personnel for NYXL. And, of course, uh, a lot, many of the NYXL players, or much of the South Korean team for the World Cup uh, were uh, uh, NYXL players. So I'm talking, we're talking, everyone's talking about Flower. Everyone, since that event, everyone's talked about Flower and Flower this, Flower that, best widow in the world. He's going to, you know, take Overwatch League by storm, yada, yada, yada. I go, man, bare hands, how does, how does it feel to know that you, you're gonna you know have access to flower here and he goes flower man I mean, yeah flower is good but have you seen libero this is months ago this is at the world cup i go libero no he's like dude don't sleep on libero you think you think flower is good libero is just as good and he's just as good on 10 heroes <laughs> so uh i mean we've seen that in in We've seen that in patches here and there. You know, Libero's been Libero's basically been the you know the jack of all trades, master of none. He's the third best player on every single hero in the game. But he is he's flexed. He flexed in this match, uh, and I mean his muscles, not necessarily his hero pool here. Um, he came out and uh, he came out and really and really just carried um and obviously by carry i mean he opened up space which allowed the rest of the amazing nyxl team to to fill in the gaps and really and really perform there but libero man when you when you're winning uh 1v1 widow duels against carpe you've got something you've got something there um so libero really kind of securing his his spot there uh you know huge shout outs to him there um I don't think many other players in the league were are able to do what he can, and certainly not under the amount of pressure that he, of course, was under in that championship match. So uh, all around, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, I'm sorry for spoiling it, but go watch that match. Uh, it was just, it was great from start to finish, and uh, definitely one that we're going to be talking about for quite some time. So. Um, that is actually going to be it for the episode, guys. Um, I know this one was a little bit of a shorter one. Uh, this is, I mean, we're right around the half hour mark. Honestly, this is kind of where I want to be. Um, I think this is a pretty good length for an episode, maybe a little bit more. But uh, a lot of what the episode is going to be about is what you guys uh, bring in. So all, all of the links and stuff that you can contact me are going to be down below. But make sure if you have anything that you want to see, let me know there. Uh, I've talked about where you can do it uh, previously. But that is going to be it, guys. Next week, I'm off uh, for this show at least. No episode. And then once once Overwatch League comes back for Stage 3, I will be back right here 
uh, at Ever Upward Show. And uh, yeah, so guys, enjoy your week. Enjoy the bask in the glory of the NYXL season two, or uh, sorry, stage two championship. And uh, if you're going to be in New York for the meet and greet, A, I'm jealous. B, have fun and uh, take pictures and and send them to me or, uh, you know, ask them questions. Get get me, get get some stuff and I will definitely talk about it on the show. But that is going to be it, guys. Thank you for listening and remain, stay, be ever upward. Bye-bye.